The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is the beginning of our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday, the 17th Sunday after Pentecost. We're looking at Exodus chapter 32, verses 7 to 9. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go down because your people, whom you brought out of, up out of Egypt, have become corrupt. They have been quick to turn away from what I commanded them and have made themselves an idol cast in the shape of a calf. They have bowed down to it and sacrificed to it and have said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. I have seen these people, the Lord said to Moses, and they are a stiff-necked people. My dear friends in Christ, Exodus chapter 32 is one of those real tragic chapters in the Bible. The Israelites, they had been enslaved in Egypt for 430 years. They, they grew into a great nation while they were down there in Egypt. But because they grew into a great nation, the Egyptian pharaoh and people, they felt threatened by the Israelites and, and because of that, they were enslaved. They had to live the hard life of slavery. But then what God did is God sent Moses to them to lead them out of Egypt. God sent those 10 devastating plagues on Egypt that just ravaged the people and the land of Egypt. And, and after Pharaoh was defeated by those plagues, by after the Egyptians were defeated by those plagues, what happened is Pharaoh told Moses and the Israelites to leave, to go. But when he realized that he was losing such a great enslaved workforce, when he realized the consequences of their leaving, what he did is he sent his army out after them to try to bring them back. And of course, then what happened is that the Israelites were kind of trapped by the Red Sea, but God divided the Red Sea so that the Israelites could cross safely on dry ground. But when the Egyptian army followed, well, God caused the waters to fall back into place and to destroy the entire Egyptian army. God did so much for his people got them out of Egypt, and when they were in the wilderness wandering around, he gave them manna and quail to eat. He gave them water from a rock. He did absolutely everything for them when you get right down to it. But then when the Israelites came to Mount Sinai and God gave the people the Ten Commandments, after all that took place, and then God told Moses to ascend Mount Sinai, and there he would give him the written laws. Well, when Moses ascended Mount Sinai and was gone for 40 days, the Israelites quickly thought that God and Moses had abandoned them. And because of that thought, because they forgot about God, basically, what happened is 
that they chose to make themselves a golden calf and worship it. How quickly they forgot their gracious God and all that he had done for them. On Mount Sinai then, while the Israelites were worshiping the golden calf, the Lord said to Moses, go down because your people whom you brought out of Egypt have become corrupt. They have been quick to turn away from what I commanded them and have made themselves an idol cast in the shape of a calf. They have bowed down to it and sacrificed to it and have said, these are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. Notice here how God in speaking to Moses talks about the Israelite people and he calls them Moses' people, not God's people. And he said that Moses led them out of Egypt, not God. They had so quickly just destroyed the wonderful relationship that they had, that they could have continued to have with the Lord. Well, the Lord said to Moses, I have seen these people and they are a stiff-necked people. Instead of an almighty, loving, caring God who did so much for them, instead of the almighty God in heaven, they wanted a God that they could see, a God they could make fit their own desires, which included totally abandoning the Lord and the laws that he had given them. When you look at that tragedy, the sad thing is, is that we have to confess that we're a lot like the Israelites. Like the Israelites, we can think how God has graciously freed us from a slavery, a slavery much worse than what the Israelites were enduring in Egypt. We were, by nature, slaves of Satan, sin, death, and hell, and there was absolutely nothing that you and I could do about it. Nothing that we could do about it. But as God sent Moses to deliver the Israelites, so God sent Jesus to deliver us. And Jesus went to the cross. He suffered and died for us. He paid for all of our sins. He won for us heaven. And that miracle, what God did for us in Jesus, that miracle makes the ten plagues and the dividing of the Red Sea and, and all that God did for the Israelites look like really nothing. Well, before the giving of the law, God had said to his people, Now if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all the nations you will be my treasured possession. And, and we can remember that the Israelites heard that and they responded eagerly, joyfully saying, we will do everything the Lord has said. But as the Israelites tragically soon forgot what the Lord had done for them and what they had promised, well, as they did that, it's so easy for us to do the same thing. We fall short of the glory of God, is what scriptures say. Like the Apostle Paul, we have to say, I know that nothing good lives in me. 
that is in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. We daily sin much by thought, word, and deed. And instead of worshiping our Lord, worship him only, even though we probably never will bow down to those wide idols, it's kind of easy for us to worship idols as well, thinking about things like a TV set or a computer or cell phone or hobbies, a pillow, money or possessions. They could easily become our idols that distract us away from our God. So what are these verses saying to us today? Don't forget how good God is to you. Israelites would have been blessed if they would have remembered always how good God was to them. And we're blessed when we also remember how good God is to us. God gave us Jesus. Our God watches over us and cares for us. He gives us heaven. And like the Israelites, well, we might as well admit, we too are tempted to forget how good God is for us, how good God is to us. But don't forget how good God is to you. Always remember Jesus, your Savior. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, help us always to remember how good you are to us. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always, amen.